In order to truly become part of the global business environment, your business needs to constantly change and adapt to a variety of new constants. Welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders with Kimberly J. Lewis. We will help you navigate these changes on today's program and help you think beyond the boundaries. The opportunities are limitless if you are prepared. Now, here is your host, Kimberly J. Lewis. Welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and this series is in cooperation with Cinda Virtual, which brings you thought leaders and business stories from all over the world. Now, you can learn more about Cinda on www.cinda.org, but we don't only bring you thought leaders and business stories from all over the world. We have listeners from all over the world. So, good afternoon, good evening, or good morning, whatever, wherever you may be listening from today. And if you're new to the series, let me tell you what this series is about. Leadership Beyond Borders is about the impact globalization, digital transition, the connected world is having on our organizations, and what this impact is doing to the kind of leadership we need to drive long-term success in today's economy. In this series, we've talked about everything from business issues such as artificial intelligence, digital transitions, and data protection regulations to leadership issues such as gender balance and business values and ethics that may impact your organization or your individual career. So listen to us live on Tuesdays, 3 p.m. Pacific time. And if you miss us live, don't worry about it because we're on every major podcast platform from Apple to Google to Stitcher to Spotify. Just put in Leadership Beyond Borders and you will find us on the web. And I also invite you to contact me and please send me your thoughts and insights to leadershipbeyondborders at gmails.com and tell me what you want to hear about on this show. But regardless of what, if you're in a leadership position, or aspire to be in one, regardless if your business is international or local, make sure you join us each week and we'll make sure you take away something useful for either your business or for yourself. Now, today's episode is a really interesting subject. Um, you know, we, we as people, we influence many others and many others influence us, but we don't always think about that. And when I started thinking about that, you know, the first thing I thought about as a kid, when my mom would say, hey, you know, don't hang out with that child. They're a bad influence or go hang out with this or do this. It's a good influence, okay? And that starts when we're kids. And as we get to be adults, we kind of take a look at teams and we look at leaders and we say, aha, that's a person's a very good influence or, or maybe they're not such a good influence. Um, but, you know, positive influences really help us in life. And how do we how do we ourselves become a positive influence and how do we recognize positive influences? And we're going to talk with an expert today. Our guest today is Brian Smith, PhD, and he's the founder and senior managing partner of IA Business Advisors, a management consulting firm that has worked with more than 19,000 CEOs, entrepreneurs, managers, and employees worldwide. IA Business Advisors has a passion for seeing small businesses succeed. When the Great Recession hit in 2008, they worked with struggling businesses who were challenged to afford vital consulting services. This sparked one of their most popular services, which they still offer to this day, Over Your Shoulder Advising. Together with his daughter, Mary Griffin, he has authored a new book, and it's called Positive Influence, Be the Eye in the Team. Uh, and this is from Made from Success Publishing and came out in April and is available on the web. And that's a little bit what we're going to talk about today. So, Brian, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. 
So, so Brian, first, um, what what made you write this book, um, Positive Influence, Be the I and the Team? Well, over uh, my career, I journal, and my daughter was an English major, and she noticed that I had over a thousand journals, and she wanted to read them and see if we couldn't put them together into something that might be, you know, uh, valuable to people. At the same time, we kind of couple that with our work. Our work has been technology and people-based, and Mm -hmm. we've been fascinated since the 90s, the influence that technology has had on human behavior. So a lot of the writing I did in my journal and a lot of the work we've done over the years uh, really focused on influence and human influence, both on self and on any word outward facing. And together, we just decided we need to write a book with this with this volumes of information we have. Yeah, I mean, that's something, as I said, kind of in my intro that that we all get influenced and we we probably influence other people. We may not realize it as much. Um and uh, we don't really think about it. And in, in your in the beginning of your book, you talk a little bit about the lowercase I as an I and the uppercase I. So what can you explain that a little bit? I can. You know, part of our work or our our mission, if you will, at the I and Team series is to change the definition of individualism. Traditionally, individualism is thought of as kind of a selfish. Are an individualist, you think about self, not necessarily to the benefit of anybody else. The small I is rep- represents self, and uh, you have to be your best self before you could even possibly be your best for anybody else. And that's where we added the big I, and the big I represents when two little eyes or many little eyes people come together and create a team. That team could be a company, a division, a department, just you and a partner, uh, a baseball team, a sporting team, a country. Doesn't matter when, when multiple humans come together with a common goal, a common purpose, a common belief, they are the large individual and they're acting as one. They're, they're one group of people, one individual, working together for a common influence, a common goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that, that I that makes a lot of sense, and I like what you, how you put that together, because when you're, when you're putting the teams together, you do have all these individuals, and to try to get them to focus on one common goal, even with their individual selves, is sometimes quite difficult. And, and you talk about that a little bit. Um, and another thing you talk about is, is, uh, is the difference between this individual and influence. You know, how, how can the, the self-influence and how can this group influence? And you talk about the individual influence being synonymous. Can you explain a little bit about that? I can. You know, one of the things that gets lost is what you have talked about a little bit is what influence do I have? How do I matter or do I even matter? And what's really important for people to know is that they do matter. And we began influencing before we were born. When our parents learned that we were going to be born, we were already changing lives. And 
we continue to influence throughout our entire life. Even after our lives, we continue to influence. And every single person matters. So our mission and our work is centered around elevating the individual small I to understand their areas of influence, that they do have an area of influence. And no matter what that is, it's important and that it contributes to the larger eye, which itself has an area of influence. Whatever that is, every area of influence, be it little, single, or multiple companies, teams, is a little bit different. But the people within it know what it is and should be swimming in the same direction and appreciate all the parts. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd like to, I want to go deep, a little bit deeper into that, but an idea popped into my head when you were saying this because you said from the time we're born you know we're influencing other people's lives um you know so part of how we see ourselves today is really you know how we're brought up and how much confidence we're given in growing up um is there anything you think we can do better for kids today, because we're going to talk about adults in a minute, but, um, you know, to, to help them realize that that small I matters and that it contributes to, to the bigger picture so that when they're adults, they have kind of a, a healthier view of that. Yeah, I think sharing with children that they matter early on and that how they matter doesn't necessarily have to be the same as the person across the street or the person another person in their 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 social circle or that they see at school or somewhere else or even what they see on TV that mm. they themselves individually are important and they have influence and that influence whatever whatever it is they want to do with their lives can make a difference and it's their choice on how they want to work with that. And it's Mm -hmm. on us as their parents, as their mentors, as their teachers, as the people who run companies to help people understand their influence, what that means to them and what it means to us and then help elevate them. And we need to do that from childhood all the way through adulthood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's that was the thing that popped into my head that, you know, we really need to start on that quite early because, you know, um, you talk about, you know, as we're adults, you know, embracing our own positive influence. So um, is that the discovery of what what you contribute the best or what do you mean by that? Well, I think a lot of people just don't realize they have influence. I can, I'd like to give this example. We have a, a warehouse manager um, who oftentimes would say, it's not my job or I'm not the boss. Mm-hmm. And whenever I'm in that warehouse manager's area of influence, I had to explain to them and everybody around us during this meeting that this particular person is the influence when we're in her space. She's responsible for this area of influence. It's her that knows the rules. It's her that knows where everything is in this warehouse. It's her that is responsible for this that warehouse. So that makes her, if you want to call it boss, leader, whatever that is, manager, but it is on her and she needs to understand that responsibility. And it's on me as the person who owns the company to elevate her and to explain transparently 
to everybody else around her what that means to them and what it means to her both. And most people don't realize just how important they are. Mm-hmm. And and do you think it's because we've grown into a system of maybe not people don't have enough autonomy or we're not encouraging people enough or not, you know, uh, helping them realize that that is their sphere of influence? Um, what, what are you seeing? I think we take people for granted. I think we take life mm-hmm. for granted through because of technology. Uh, because of how we were brought up. I mean, each of us was brought up a different way. Some of us were given more than others. When we're given more, we take for granted more. When we're given less, oftentimes we appreciate more. Those different areas of influence influenced people to react differently. And what I think happens is, is we take certain things for granted and then they become stereotypes and generalizations. So people might look down on maybe a garbage collector and go, wow, why would anybody want that job? Yet imagine what our world would be like without garbage Mm. collectors and Mm -hmm. how important and influential they are. And I could move up from there through every layer of job and influence there is in the world and point out just how important each individual person is. Mm. Yeah, that that is really interesting, especially when you think, um, you know, the the situation that we're having today and uh, we have it in Europe and you have it in the U.S. um, trying to recruit um, police and and trying to recruit, you know, firemen and and how important those jobs are and how much influence they really have on us. Um, um, This kind of taking things for granted and respect is is really important point, Brian. And Brian, we're going to we're going to take a short short pause and um, when we come back I, I want to go more into what you talk about in the book because the, the book really starts to to bring some of these these things up and you and you're talking about looking at opportunities and advantage and, and try to learn a little bit more about that and for our listeners we are talking today with Brian Smith PhD and he is the founder and a senior managing partner of AI businesses and uh, of AI business advisors advisors a management consulting firm that has worked with more than 19,000 CEOs and entrepreneurs and managers and employees and he's got a new book on the market that he wrote with his daughter and it's positive influence being the I in the team. And that's what we're talking about today. And if you'd like to reach out to, to Brian, you can reach out to him on his website, www.aibusinessadvisors.com. Um, he is on Twitter under Your Biz DR. And on LinkedIn is also under Your Biz DR. And on Instagram, the I in team series is on Instagram. Okay. And so please reach out to AIbusinessadvisors.com. And that is the website. And this broadcast is also brought to you by Cinda. And Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing local search associations. Cinda holds pieces of training, conferences, does market work, research, and legislative white papers focused on digital. They also have conferences, and their next conference will be held in Porto on October 22nd to 25th. They also have a free e-learning 
platform. And that e-learning platform is on www.cinda.org and is free to entrepreneurs and startups. And it takes you from idea to exit. So please check that. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Tune in for And Security for All, hosted by Kim Hakem. Each week, we look into a different aspect of cybersecurity, which is important to know for anyone who is involved with the Internet daily, which is probably all of us. We take the technical jargon and make it easier to understand while helping you to identify weaknesses and issues in your own cybersecurity and fix them now. And Security for All is broadcast live every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Business Channel. Today we live in a truly global environment. Business can more easily be conducted now in almost any part of the world. How do you, as a business owner or professional, navigate the ever-changing business landscape? Tune in to Leadership Beyond Borders with host Kimberly J. Lewis. With a worldwide resource of guests, you'll find out what opportunities and challenges surround diverse and virtual organizations. Listen live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Inflation remains higher than average. I'm Ference, host of the Your Personal Bank Show. Inflation increases costs and is typically bad for stocks and real estate values. Your personal bank dividends are interest rate sensitive. This can help offset inflation. For more info, tune in to the Your Personal Bank Show or contact Ference at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host. And today we're talking with Brian Smith, a PhD, and he's the founder and senior managing partner of IA Business Advisors, a management consulting firm that has worked with more than 19,000 CEOs, entrepreneurs, managers, and employees worldwide. But he's also co-author of the book, Positive Influence, Be the I in Team. And he wrote that book with his daughter, Mary Griffin, and it's available on Amazon. It was published in April. And we're talking a little bit about that book and and some of the content and what it means to, to have positive influence in today's world. And and Brian, I wanna I wanna go back. We just talked about trying to embrace your own positive influence. And in in the book, you talk about um, opportunities versus advantages. Okay, what what is the difference between opportunities and advantages, and why is that important? Well, op- the the difference is is opportunities are kind of life's uh, way of giving us the information we need to reach the places we intend or want to go, and um, not all opportunities are intentional. Um, many are created 
through the advantages that we have as individuals, either ourselves or the companies or the or the uh, the people that we keep around us. And if advantages are used properly, um, then individuals might find even more opportunities. So there's this synergy synergy between how we influence or how we are influenced and 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 what we do with that influence and through that journey is where opportunities will come recognizing them is a whole different aspect but that's really where a lot of the foundational opportunities come from mm-hmm. so so that means you know you kind of need to be able to identify your your own individual advantages to and and use them to create these opportunities. So, how do you go about doing that? Um, I, is it kind of like a, doing a checklist of your talents, or, or, or um, you know, how does if one were to start that journey of identifying their advantages, what would be the first step I would, we would take? Yeah, Kimberly, in our in our first book, which was Individual Influence: Finding the I in Team. We really talk about slowing ourselves down and getting in the present moment. And one of the best ways is just looking at yourself in the mirror and asking yourself, what am I good at? What don't I like? Um, What could I be better at? What do I want to be better at? You have to challenge yourself and you have to be thoughtful. Sometimes you'll get stuck so you can ask people, you know, I think I'm good at this. What do you think? And ask people not to, you know, embellish on it, but to give you an objective, straightforward answer. Peers, mentors, friends, family, depending on the influence they have on you, can be very helpful in that process. But it takes being introspective, looking in the mirror. And when we do that, and when we objectively think about it, the cream rises to the top. We can see where we're struggling and we can start to make a plan and look at our advantages. And then once we start to do that, we can start to identify because we're slowing down opportunities that come along. Mm-hmm. And, and and you talk about, I, I'm going to jump on the, the slowing down because in your book you talk about, you know, um, trying to find, you know, to recognize the advantages you have and try to recognize how to become a positive influencer. And, and you talk about focus and staying in the present, okay? And uh, a lot of us don't do that. You know, we're always thinking of the future or we might be influenced from the past. Um, how important is focusing and staying in the present to, to try to recognize your advantages and build a positive influence? Well, it's almost contradictory, right, to think mm. that we want you to slow down and then think about something else than what's going on at the moment. But, uh, you know, things that you did in the past or things that you want to do at the future to help reconcile opportunities or advantages. But the fact is, is the only way that you can do that is by being present. The -hmm. present moment is our best time to make and learn from ourselves, to make our best decisions. And it's when we slow down and get into a present moment mindset, and we are mindful with ourself about that topic is when these 
revelations, when these understandings, when these influences happen for us, and we begin to recognize our advantages and then recognize how we can turn them into opportunities. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, Brian, everybody wants to do that. It's hard to do. I mean, if you look at if you look at technology, I mean, we get distracted a lot today. I mean, there's so much distraction, whether it's distraction from our own lives or whether it's media distraction, technology distraction. Um, how do we try to try to channel ourselves in this world of, you know, uh, you know, your iPhone's going off every two minutes. You know, the 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 media on the TV is is you know blasting. Um, it's kind of hard to do, isn't it? <laughs> it? It is, and you know, there's there's a few sections of the slowdown process that are really critical to helping us get to a point where we can be a little bit more mindful. Uh, and get into this present moment mindset. Um, uh, Understanding that or when we think forward. What is triggering us to think ahead of our present time? Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Recognizing the environmental urgencies that we face. What do we allow to interrupt us? What do we allow to, um, you know, that shiny thing that points us in a different direction? What are those triggers that do that? what do I do in my subconscious mode? Um, what am I doing um, without thought? I'm so focused or I know something so well. It's like driving back and forth to work. You don't even mm-hmm. recognize what's in between because you're in subconscious mode. Um, but slowing down to understand that. And then what gives me immediate gratification? Because the things that give us immediate gratification interrupt the present moment. Because when the opportunity for media gratification happens, we take it and we disrupt a present moment opportunity. And mm-hmm. those are the, the four things that we can first use, write down, identify, uh, to get us into a slow down mindset, which will then get us to be more mindful and present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense to try to, you know, take a step back. Um, but when I'm thinking, you, you know, if we want to be mindful and we want to be present, we want to really have more of a positive influence. Um, we're also surrounded by, I want to say, icons of, peop- of people or things that are taken as positive, but it's not really positive influences. And you, you talk bit about in your book about influencers today that they 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 really don't embody the idea of of you know positive influence and maybe maybe this word has been kind of used for uh, media in an advertising way i mean what's your take on everything we you know what's your take on the word influencer today and what yeah, we're so, seeing out there yeah <laughs> You know, influencer has become a job, and um, it has very little definition. So, for example, if you can make something silly, put it on TikTok, and get 40 million people to say they like it and to follow it, you are instantly an influencer. And in today's culture, that now somehow automatically qualifies you to tell people uh, what to eat, how to vote, mm-hmm. 
um, you know, how to live their life. You're now a family expert. You're a lifestyle expert. You're a leadership expert. And this goes back to understanding your influence, being responsible for that influence, which we think is the largest responsibility every human has is their influence and understanding it. And so the influences of today, um, it's going to take the rest of us slowing down and recognizing that some of these influencers, uh, they are influencers. They entertain us, you know, mm -hmm. um, they put a smile on our face, but be objective about that influence and compartmentalize them where they belong. They are entertainers. And if they mm -hmm. want to become influencers in a different area of influence, like leadership development or anything like that, then go and get those credentials and have some context, have some foundation uh, to that. And as influencers ourselves, all of us challenge those people who call themselves influencers, challenge them to raise the bar and to be better and to be more responsible with the influence that they've earned through their entertainment, but challenge them to be responsible. Mm. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, when I think about that, sometimes it really gets me irritated um, uh, on the influence some of these entertainers have on on children and teenagers and stuff like that. So, I mean, if you were, if you know, if you were looking at positive influence, you talk about some of the qualities that lend themselves to channeling our positive influence. Um, what would that be? Well, I think one is first is defining who you are as an influencer um, and being transparent about it. And then within that definition, staying true to it with whatever area of influence you're in. So if, if, if you're a ditch digger and you're you're leading a team of ditch diggers, you you stay within that area of influence. And if you want to get out of that and do something bigger, go and get influenced by somebody in the next level. If it's the manager who who oversees the job site, but it's own your specific area of influence, be transparent about what that is and be proud of what that is and share it and uh, use it to your advantages. Use it to create opportunities for you to make yourself better. Mm -hmm. I, I really like what you said on being proud about it because I, I think that is really an important fact because because we for, we forget about you know we get in our own lives and and if we're not a ditch digger or we're not a warehouse person then we forget about you know how important those jobs are and and how much influence those people have and I think I think that being transparent and being proud is is really really important points and Brian we're gonna and leave you know we're going to take a break and when we come back I want to talk about that a little bit I want to talk about you know this positive influence in the sense of of leadership and and teams and how to be more of an influential leader and we'll talk about that when we get back and our guest today is Brian Smith, PhD. He's the founder and senior managing partner of IA Business Advisors, a management consulting firm that has worked with more than 19,000 CEOs, entrepreneurs, managers, and employees worldwide. And we're talking about his most current book. Um, and you've written a few, Brian, I understand. 
understand. And the current book is Positive Influence, Be the Eye in Team. He wrote that with his daughter, Mary Griffin, and it's available on Amazon. It was came out in April of this year, and it shares how to become our best selves with everyone we influence. Now, if you'd like to reach out to Brian, you can reach out to his website on www.iabusinessadvisors.com. He's also on Twitter under YourBizDR and on LinkedIn under YourBizDR. And on Instagram, it's under the I in Team series. So please reach out to Brian and check out some of the information on his website and look up the books on Amazon. And this broadcast is also brought to you by Cinda. And Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. They hold virtual trainings, conferences, market research, and legislative white papers focused on digital. Um, They also have a learning series on Thursdays at 1700 Central European time. Uh, You can listen to that. And they have live conferences. And the next conference is October 22nd to 25th in Porto, Portugal. Cinda also has a free e-learning platform. And this platform is available on www.cinda.org under Cinda for Startups. And the platform helps startups go from idea to exit and is completely free for any entrepreneur or any startup worldwide. So please go to www.cinda.org and check that out. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio and see what we're cooking up for you. How do you cultivate braver, more daring leaders? And how do you embed the value of courage in your culture? How do you take charge of your life and achieve your goals and bring about positive changes that propel you forward? On The Leader's Edge, join your hosts, Steve and Ernie, as they bring a mix of insights in personal and leadership growth that shapes your culture and the culture around you. Lean in and learn intentionally how to accelerate into your next best life. Tune into The Leader's Edge with Ernalita DeCumos and Steve Steele, Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Today, expertise equals credibility. When you know what to do and how to do it, people follow because they acknowledge that you know more. However, stepping up in your career eventually pushes you out of your comfort zone of expertise. How you lead at those moments requires new skills. We're here to show you how to survive and thrive. Join me, Wanda Wallace, on Out of the Comfort Zone at Voice America Business Channel. You can find more information at leadershipforuminc.com. It's time to take charge of your own career path. But how do you get started? First, tune in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. Each show will feature national business leaders, tips and insights from Marie and her guests, career management tools, and a weekly career smart tip. She'll help you move forward earn that promotion, and get hired into the career you want and brand yourself. The Career Confidant is broadcast live every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. 
When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, and today we're talking with Brian Smith, PhD, and he's the founder and senior managing partner of IA Business Advisors, a management consulting firm that has worked with over 19,000 CEOs, entrepreneurs, managers, employees worldwide. And we're talking a little bit about his his latest book called Positive Influence, The I in Team, and it's part of a made-for-success uh, publishing and came out in April of this year, and he wrote that in cooperation with his daughter, Mary Griffin. And it's um, it talks about how to become our best selves with everybody we influence. So, Brian, we talked about, you know, it, what you talked about before the break on becoming your best self and, and defining who you are, staying true owning it, being transparent, and being proud. I think those are those those are really, really important um, things that we all should do. And let's kind of bring that into the realm of leadership, okay? Um, kind of a general question, positive influence and good leadership. Um, let's talk about that for a while, the relationship between the two. Why... You know, are all good leaders, do they have positive influence? What is the relationship? Well, I think all good leaders have positive influence, but I don't think all leaders have positive influence. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the difference between a good leader and a leader uh, is good leaders positively lead. They empower, uh, they uh, elevate they celebrate, um, uh, they support, they provide foundation, and um, those are positive leaders that exude positive influence. There are other leaders who lead, but they don't do all those things. They Mm -hmm. uh, lead with a different way, almost like a boss, and boss in some worlds or areas of influence has become a negative connotation. And there's, there's this meme where you see there's two types of leaders, right? There's the one uh, who's got the whip driving everybody, and then there's the one who's pulling everybody along right in line with everybody else. And uh, positive mm-hmm. influence comes from positive action. And it, at the end of the day, if a, if a leader's uh, team feels positive in what they do – and understands what they do and feels like they make a difference, then you can almost be certain that they have a positive, influential leader. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, that what what you said uh, before about um, the, the, the example you gave of the warehouse girl of, of you know, supporting and, and helping that person understand they have that area of influence. Um, I, I mean, that's kind of helping people understand their accountability. So do you think that, you know, positive leaders, um, do they, would that be also giving, helping others have a sense of accountability um, through, you know, uh, through their, I don't know, support or coaching? How would you see that? 
Yeah, I mean, accountability is definitely part of it. A good leader will hold people accountable, but they will hold people accountable with the spirit of teaching, not the spirit mm -hmm. of disciplining. Accountability isn't a disciplinary action. Accountability is to elevate. It is to recognize that we didn't meet a goal and then give them the tools, the information, the understanding that they need to make that goal. And then mm -hmm. what the person is being accountable when they take that and they actually keep moving in the right direction. So mm -hmm. uh, every single person has the potential, the opportunity to be a leader. Anytime we influence, we are leading. If we are influencing somebody, we're leading them. Sometimes we're hopefully leading them in a positive direction, but sometimes we could be leading them or influencing them in a negative direction. Mm -hmm. But regardless, you're still leading, you're still influencing. So it's, it's, it's really important for those of us that mentor and that provide that foundation to do it in the most positive way and to be transparent and help them and elevate them to do it in the most positive way. Mm -hmm. okay. And w when we're trying to do this and we, and let's say that we're all trying to do it in this positive way and trying to be positive influence, um, Brian, the, the world is complex today. Okay. For, first we're dealing with, with really multi multicultural aspects, um, you know, teams that span continents, span countries, um, you know, uh, different generational point of views. How do we kind of find that balance uh, of of trying to keeping the right positive influence in this complex world that we have today? Well, for us, we teach what's called smart management, and it is a, regardless of culture, regardless of location, regardless of your area of influence, the word smart, which a lot of people know as a goal-setting term, specific, mm -hmm. measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. At IA, we've converted that into a tactical engagement. So are your actions and your communications specific? Are, mm -hmm. your, are you providing measurement where it's needed? Um, are you thinking about attainability? And is it realistic or relative? And is it timely? And everybody in the, in the area of influence that would be engaged understands what that means. And that's what keeps everybody within the same sphere of influence on the same track and challenging each other with a simple word. And when you can use one simple word to do that, it really helps pe bring people together because contextually they understand where each other is coming from. Mm -hmm. And and it's not just, I mean, that makes a lot of sense because especially being specific um, in multicultural environments is really important to, to make sure that everybody knows what that common goal is. And um, But then let's add a technology on top of it, Brian. Okay, so we're not just dealing with, <laughs> you know, I love this. We're not just dealing with like three continents and 20 countries. We are now dealing with different time zones, Zoom, not meeting people in person, um, having to, to do things virtually. Um, uh, what is that doing to us today? And how does that affect becoming, how does that impact our ability to become a positive influencer? It, it's very difficult. It, it, it's 
it's not it hasn't dehumanized us but it's desensitized mm -hmm. us to some of the human behavioral traits that are so important to communication some of the body language that goes with it the 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 vibe if you will that you get from being in a room with a group of people that has started to dissipate into into go away um mm -hmm. however the challenge is and the opportunity is that teach your teams to challenge the conversation, teach your teams to engage in the conversation, even if it's online. And if they're losing context, if they feel, if they're feeling an emotion from somebody, because when we're disconnected by technology, sometimes the emotion we get is not what's intended. Ask mm -hmm. and teach your teams to trust and to believe and to be confident enough to ask that of each other. Hey, John, you know, I feel like you're a little bit angry with me or you're a little bit lost or um, whatever the emotion is and put it out there. And when that happens within teams that are transparent, we get smart communication, we get better communication, and the walls of technology can come down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and what came jumped in my mind when we were talking about that is inclusiveness. Okay, um, that's something I see. Uh, you know, especially of larger teams on virtual. You know, even where you have you know ten, twenty people, it's it's really hard to get everybody to engage. And um, I, I would think a positive influencer or positive leader, a good leader has that ability to do that to make sure that you know um, that everybody is included and inclusiveness is is happening in the team okay any insights yeah. into that yeah i do a, a positive leader has uh, a responsibility to one create a, a an environment of influence that allows everybody to have a voice but number two, it's on the leader, and the leader doesn't necessarily have to be one, it could be many, to recognize and overcome those individuals who struggle with being included. There are a lot of people who are introverts who, who just don't like to communicate or are unsure they're not elevated enough or they haven't been elevated. They may have come from a toxic work environment or not have the foundational tools to include themselves in conversations. It's on the leaders to recognize those people use that as an opportunity to create advantages for them, teach them how to become inclusive, teach them how to contribute, teach them to overcome these things, give them the coaching they need, give them the tools they need to become included and to have a voice. Mm -hmm. A really, really important aspect, and especially in this virtual environment. Um, so, really good information. So, Brian, we're getting we're getting towards the end of the show, and um, and first of all, your book is full of fantastic points, and um, and you do have a couple other books um, out prior to this new one, Positive Influence, uh, Be the Eye in the Team. Is that correct? Yeah, we have individual influence. Find the I and team. And then Mary and I are writing our third book right now uh, for release early next year, which is called Responsible Influence Build the I and Team. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they, um, I've only read one, and the one I read is great, and I'm going to go out and read the other. But as we close, we have a lot of leaders uh, listening to our show. Um, and so if you had kind of uh, three tips or, or even one tip or two tips that you would like to, you know, close out and, and give the leaders that are listening on, on how they can be really positive influencers, what would that be? So each of you is at a different level of influence. You only know what that is, and your teams know what that is. Try to slow down. Be more transparent with your teams. Uh, Listen to learn from your teams and allow them to be elevated. Teach them to be elevated. Teach them to slow down. Teach them to listen to learn. Teach them to communicate in a smart way so that layer by layer through your organization, you get this consistent, smart, inclusive, transparent communication structure that allows for everybody to have a voice and for everybody to be relevant within their each of their areas of influence, whatever that is in your organization. Mm-hmm. Great, great tips to end with. So thank you, Brian. And for our listeners, we've been talking with Brian Smith, PhD, is the founder and senior managing partner of IA Business Advisors. And he's a management consulting firm, which has worked with over 19,000 CEOs, entrepreneurs, managers, and employees worldwide. And we just talked about his latest book, which is Positive Influence, Be the I in Team, which is available on Amazon. And he does have other books on Amazon. So please go there and look them up. Positive Influence, Be the I in Team is a great read for employees, managers, everybody. Um, Take a look at it. And if you'd like to reach out to Brian, please go to Brian's website on www.ia businessadvisors.com on Twitter they are under your biz dr and on LinkedIn uh, it's under your biz dr and on Instagram it's under the I in teams series so please reach out to Brian and this broadcast has also been brought to you by Cinda. And Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. They hold virtual trainings, do conferences, do market research, and legislate white papers, focus on digital. Um, they also have a free e learning platform that is free to all entrepreneurs and uh, regardless worldwide, wherever you are. And it takes an entrepreneur from idea to exit through the entire steps of developing a company. So please go to www.cinda.org under Cinda for Startups to look that up. And if you'd like to attend their conference in Porto, Portugal, which is, will be held October 22nd to 25th, you can sign up for that under www.cinda.org. And with that, Brian, thank you so much. It's been really great talking to you. Thank you. And um, to our listeners, thank you very much and uh, tune in again next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.